Welcome back to your Daily Dose. Nick and I both strongly believe that the arts are critical to education and to the creation of a vibrant and interesting community. Of course, we understand the economic power behind the focus on science, technology, engineering, and math. But today we're not talking about STEM. We're talking about the A that turns STEM into STEAM, the arts. Enjoy. Hey, random thoughts are good. Random thoughts are great. I love random thoughts. I, I love random questions. I have a bunch. Have you ever seen my random questions? You show me uh, some of them, and I think they're fantastic. Because Just so they fun. Are, yeah, as far as like icebreakers go and things like that. How are we going to incorporate them into mm-hmm. our show? Mm-hmm. We could. There are a million ways. Because I'm wondering, like, from an audience perspective, I'm trying to put myself in their shoes. I don't know. So we have capacity of 60 uh, mm-hmm. in the in the theater that we're in. I don't know if we'll sell all those seats. I don't know if we'll sell half. I don't know if there's going to be any. I think we'll sell double that. 120. We're going to have per a standing show. room only. Per, well, no, just 60 people won't be able to get into the show, which don't tell them beforehand. Oh, I see. So we will sell... Almost like scalpers, yeah. fake tickets to our show. Yeah, extra like like airlines do, right? <laughs> yeah, we're just gonna overbook sure. is all, and then yeah. we're gonna ask for volunteers to give up their seats in order to see the next show for free. But we're, we're gonna not gonna let them that. in that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I like this idea. It's a Ponzi scheme, kind of. Uh, I mean, mm. isn't theater a Ponzi scheme if you think about it? <laughs> I. As a member of the theater community, <laughs> I'd have to say no on that one. Uh, as as funny as that concept is, though, because these are the these are the people you don't want to scam because they have no money. No, no absolutely not. <laughs> that's the, the stupidest Ponzi scammer in the world. I'm going after thespians. Yeah. <laughs> nope. So that's it. We really should preserve our arts better. I'm I'm getting a little disturbed by the whole STEM trend now. I think it's prejudice against disciplines. STEM, you know, oh, yeah, science, yeah. technology, engineering, math. Yep. How many times have you heard that touted wherever and all the grants are being given for STEM-related things? Because everybody thinks if we focus on those things, our economy will rise. Yep. But it would be the most boring economy in the universe if we don't have a, a component of the arts that's also equally strong and virulent, you know? Well, if you think about, and I know... There's a lot of people that tried to push for STEAM, which added the A yeah. of arts in there. Um, well, and I was it's saying important. A STEM, but okay. A STEM, STEMA, <laughs> meets, meets. If we go That's backward, um, I think that one of the things they study when they talk about like uh, businesses relocate, for example, is they're not relocating to a place that's dull. They're not relocating to a place that doesn't have any type of entertainment more than just like uh, sports, right. let's say. You know that's happening right now with Disney Imagineering. What's up? Disney Imagineering is being moved from California to Florida. I, I don't know why, though. Was that just because it was cheaper I think it's here? a corporate consolidation of some yeah. kind. And I think there will be some scattered Imagineers in some other locations, but the central... Disney Imagineering will be in Florida. And I learned this and about this when I was facilitating uh, a a committee uh, retreat for Orange County Arts and Cultural Affairs. They have an arts advisory council. And they were talking about giving these Imagineers tours around town to show them the interesting and cool arts-related and culturally-related things that we have to offer in our community. So that's obviously a biased group, right? Orange County Arts and Cultural Affairs and anybody who would associate themselves with it. But 
it raised the concept that we have to be a vibrant and attractive community if we want to attract these high rollers, if we want to attract businesses to move here, if we want to attract smart people to move from their vibrant communities to here. You know? yeah. We're not going to do it as easily without a Dr. Phillips Center or facilities like that and people coming here for concerts and any of that stuff. And it's weird to me because Dr. Phillips Center is, is a polarizing factor in our community. And, and I say that because the arts community has not fully embraced the Dr. Phillips Center. There's a sense of resentment among a number of troops and organizations toward Dr. Phillips Center for the way that they do business and the way they manage mm-hmm. their relationships. And I'm not taking a side one way or the other, but half the community is in love with the place and feels like this is our Kennedy Center and so proud and so grateful that it's here. And the other half is saying, well, look at all the things they get to do and look at all the money pouring into their doors and look how they're not actually being as inclusive as they said they were going to be in the beginning. Yeah. And, uh, and to tell you the truth, I can tell you from, from the inside that there's a great effort to try to live up to that promise. I don't know. I, I can't gauge you know, how close they're coming to it, uh, but I know they're not hitting it. They're not hitting it. I think a, a lot of it was opening the Steinmetz, um, opening the new part that is, was promised as the dedicated space for the ballet, the symphony, mm-hmm. and there's another one. The symphony, the ballet, oh, the opera. and the opera. Yes. Um, so I think that was a big part of it. And I know there was some controversy there at first with how they were pricing it out oh, yeah. and things like that. And I believe that all got settled. It did. It did. And actually with a relative amount of respect wrapped around it, okay, that could have gotten a lot more ugly. And some things do get really ugly yeah. when people are focused on the center. But um, but I think all those troops and all those organizations stepped up professionally and as humans to say, okay, we understand your challenges and what you need to get accomplished, understand what we need to get accomplished, and they actually put their heads together and compromised and worked it out, which, guess what? We need more of that. It's me, Nick. Thanks for listening. I think accessibility is the key lesson from this episode. The organizations that we go to for the arts, whether it's the Manila Museum or the Dr. Phillips Center or the French Festival, They're all gatekeepers, both for an audience and the artists. It's their responsibility to ensure that we all have the access that inspires us and pushes us to participate more. And then we can all create some good art together. Have a great day.